Hello and welcome to another episode of Old Faces. We're your hosts, Mr. and Mrs. Mocha. On tonight's episode, we are going to be interviewing uh, Mike Trimmer, who was started out as a guest and has turned to a friend. Uh, well, we haven't really had him as a guest yet. He just was an avid well, listener. Well, he was, he was, a, he was a, a listener and a speaker, so now this is the first time we're going to have the privilege of having Mike Trimmer on as a guest. So, I was uh, just saying, you didn't have to say it so violently. You were just like... <laughs> <laughs> welcome, 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 Mike. How you doing today? Good, good. Thank you again for having me. Yeah, it's a long time coming. Awesomeness. Um, <clears throat> so where do you want me to start, I guess? How I got into... Well, the, slow uh, down, slow down. We'll ask some questions. Okay. <laughs> Calm down. We got you covered, man. Don't worry about it. You know, this ain't the first time we do this thing, you know. Uh, so, I mean, since since you already, you know, broke into it, um, how did you get into the lifestyle? Well, I guess, you know, so let me ask this first question first. Do you identify identify as a man of corn or as a bull in the lifestyle? And man of corn being a single, being a, a solo guy that, you know, just fucks, you know, hot wives and... You know, Bull being a guy that works with, that deals with, you know, hot wife couples or cuckold couples, you know, and the dynamics that includes that, I, let me say, works with the fantasy that the husband and wife have, you know, so which one do you kind of identify as? <laughs> So I was definitely scrunching my face, like raising the eyebrow because manicorn I had never really heard of as far as that term, but I guess I, I'd be more so a bull, but I'd have to think more about like the definition you just gave me for manicorn because this is my first time hearing that. That's because, um, your awesome Mrs. Mocha made that word up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Well, you know, there's unicorns and then there's manicorns. So unicorns to us are, uh, you know, unicorn is mystical and you can't find a unicorn. So that means not just a single lady, but a single lady that, you know, has the right attitude and gets. there's no drama there. I mean, that that's kind of what I would think a unicorn is. So a manicorn would just be a single guy, but... A single guy, you know, that's respectful and that there's no drama behind it. Like, you know, because there are just single guys and then there's manicorns. That, you know, the thing, the, the, the manicorns are not going to be into the cuckolding aspect. Your bulls, your bulls are going to be the ones who are in the, who are into the cuckolding aspect of the lifestyle. And I think that a lot of couples confuse a bull, you know, for Could you be a manicorn friendly? You know, there's yeah, a lifestyle you, friendly. You, you can, can be cuckold friendly. Yeah, manicorn could definitely be cuckold friendly. But, you know, when you're looking at a bull, a bull understands that, you know, you know, you have a, a husband and a wife and a cuckold dynamic. And the way you communicate with the couple and the way you interact with the couple, I, I believe there's a difference, you know, from the standpoint of a bull and a manicorn who's there strictly, you know, go in fuck the wife, you know, and, and, and that's it, you know, and, and he, he can even have a relationship with the wife, but, you know, I think an experienced bull is going to have the knowledge and the ability to make sure that he is aware of the husband and wife's cuckold dynamic and he's able to help be a part of managing that dynamic. So in my, from my standpoint, a bull goes with cuckolding and a manicorn is someone who is not necessarily trying to be in a cuckolding dynamic, but he's interested in having sex with the wife, you know, hot wives, hanging out with stags and vixens and things like that. Okay, then can I re-answer the question, I guess, based on <laughs> yes. the definition you gave me? Yes. Absolutely. So, because I'd say I'm, I'm a cross between both and here's why. As far as the, the bull aspect, I can do the cuckolding, but I think my issue is I can't go like fully into, I guess, some of the extreme portion of the cuckolding where they want me to, you know, degrade the, the male partner and everything. And in the military and stuff, I've served too, too many years or whatever where I have 
so much great, you know, respect for other men and stuff like that, that it just feels weird and foreign to me. So it's very difficult for me to kind of get into that aspect uh, for the role play. So I, I'd say that I'd, I'd never win that 100% type thing. You know what I mean? But then the unicorn or the manicorn part, I can go with because I, I do definitely like to have that friendship and uh, camaraderie and everything. So I'd say a cross between both. Okay. Okay. It's, it's okay to be more than one label. Yes. Mr. Mocha likes to put labels. <laughs> hey, I want to know what box I fit into. We fit into a lot of boxes, and I think a lot of people fit into several boxes as well. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, I can. I mean, I can. I can be a fisherman, and I can be a race car driver. But you know, I'm not trying to be a fisherman while I'm in a race car. <laughs> you know, so, and I know that I'm never going to be an astronaut. That's a box I can't fit into. So when I'm in a situation and I'm trying to explain what I identify as is never going to be an astronaut. You know, that's just something I can't do. There's some guys who will never fit into the role as bull, you know, but that's not a, that's not a bad thing. That's just you knowing what you're comfortable with. And as a bull, you know, you can still have great chemistry, great dynamics and great friendships with a couple. But I do believe that as a bull, and that doesn't mean that you have to do be extreme because everyone's going to have their boundaries and every aspect of the lifestyle. You have boundaries, you know, however, you know, I will say there is a part of being a bull in a lot of a lot of cuckolding situations where there is some level of humiliation, even if it's not verbal, you know, it's not verbal. It doesn't, it doesn't even have to be a physical thing. But there is some level of humiliation that some couples are going to want you to provide, you know, or understand that that's what the husband is looking for. Like I said, he doesn't have to be verbal. I've been in a situation where there's a, a couple who the husband personally enjoys the the view of a as he called it a an alpha male or male who's superior to himself fucking his wife so in that situation it's clear that that is what he is interested in so I understand that for me as a bull although he wasn't into his wife verbally degrading him or me verbally degrading him we all had an understanding that that was his role and that was the level of humiliation he enjoyed You know, there are some guys who go into that dynamic and, you know, is completely put off by that concept. So that's why I always that's why, you know, and a lot of conversations we've been having with with different people, you know, even my boy Mike C on his podcast. You know, there is a separation between, you know, having a bull in a relationship and having a single male or, you know, manicorn. In the mix, so that's why I asked we that question. We should make up another word for just like someone that's in the middle. I'll think of something before the end of the episode. Let's continue on with our interview. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you get into the lifestyle? What was your introduction? Uh, my introduction was probably I had just gotten out of a, uh, a marriage. I was stationed over in Germany, and I just happened to, uh, I guess do some research on like swing clubs that they had there. Like I had originally done kind of like dipping my toe into the lifestyle in Las Vegas on a trip, but I don't really count that as like kind of fully getting me into it and everything. So I'd say 2016 is when it really started. And, uh, I went to this, um, uh, what's it called? I want to say, can I say the club's name? Is it sure. Yeah. It's in Germany. I don't yeah. know. If, okay. Uh, what is it? Lecoq. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it actually, it actually <laughs> nice. the uh the advertisement sign is a is a rooster obviously <laughs> that's fucking awesome <laughs> i need to visit this go place. to lake <laughs> okay okay sorry. sorry i'm childish yeah you're fine you're fine uh so it's a what was it it was like a black and white night and in Germany and Europe, a lot of the stuff there that I, I come to find out later on 
uh, is is themed whatnot based off the the weekend and stuff like that. So black and white night is that time when that club will have its interracial um, venue and stuff. Not saying that you know you can't get into something interracial on on another weekend or something like that, but it's specifically catered to that weekend. And I want to say it was always like the third weekend or something of uh, of the the Saturday of the month. So I go there and I'm thinking this is kind of like supposed to be a clockwork orange type thing where I'm supposed to wear like nice attire and everything. I go and it's definitely a old kind of mansion style and it's turned into a club and I'm going upstairs still in my clothes and everything. And I'm seeing everybody kind of walking around in their underwear lingerie and I'm confused because I was thinking this is going to be more of like a formal thing first or something like that. The host, she she walks up to me. She's frustrated and everything, shouting at me in German, telling me to like go downstairs and change. So basically, you go downstairs into uh, the locker room and you put all your clothes in there and everything. And you're just basically walking around, uh, you know, with your your underwear and then you go back up to, to mingle and whatnot. And they provide, you know, condoms by the, the beds and stuff like that. And they would always have a, what was it, like kind of a buffet style, like schnitzel. Uh, that was that was their wings, just like finger food stuff. I specifically remember uh, for a while when I was doing this uh, for a good, like, year, two years, I, that was probably my favorite swing uh, place to go to because of the schnitzel. So even if I didn't wind up playing, even if I didn't wind up playing with a couple, I, it was still a good night. So you were going I to Lake Cock for the schnitzel. For the schnitzel, yeah. But I mean, like I said, there was that was always a nice um, place to go to. There were you know beautiful women and everything, and uh, I always made it a point to have the women come up to me because the language barrier, I could speak a little German, but not enough to conversate with, which they're not really there to conversate. I would say this, um, my experience there and everything, the probably three, four years going at it, they're very punctual and they know what they want type thing. So the club will open up at, I'd say, I think it was like nine and it would be like eight thirty. And there would be couples like lined up, like like they're getting ready to go to like a movie premiere before this place even opens up. And it normally closes at 2 a.m. And what they were doing was, I guess, obviously they were trying to get, I guess, the Bulls, um, you know, best performance uh, at the beginning of the evening because by maybe, what was it, probably like 11 or 12, the majority of the couples that were there at that very beginning time have gone home. They got what they needed. Like, obviously these people, you know, have regular jobs. They got babysitters and stuff like that. So that was kind of their, their little outlet and stuff. So Sounds like one of our never, parties. <laughs> it was never an uncommon thing that people would be there like 30 minutes prior to it um, opening up. And that's how you knew, like, it was going to be a big event and everything. Okay, so... The first, did you did you have sex the first time you went there? How that did you you fuck the first time or did it take you a couple tries? No, I actually uh, I had sex the first time. Uh, I think it was a woman. She's in a I, and I was kind of I was kind of uh, like sorrowed first because like I said, her husband was kind of like uh, pushing her towards me and everything, but she just came up to me. You know, spoke a little English and everything and then like grabbed my hand and wanted to go upstairs because like I think it was probably like a three-story type style house so downstairs they had a dungeon they had the locker room and then the middle floor you had the bay with the kind of living room and then to the left of that you had the dance floor and open bar um, that was all inclusive and then they actually had a pool in this one as well like an indoor pool and then they had a sauna so did you fuck uh, in the pool? Upstairs where the playrooms. No, I have uh, not not her, but I think there was one uh, one woman. I can't, I can't remember. This has been so long. Uh, yeah, I think I did um, play in the pool at one point and everything. I want to say that that's one of those rules. They have like specific rules that you can't and stuff like that. So did anyone so ever just like, walk up and grab you by the dick? 
yeah, that was that was kind of a common thing sometimes. Yeah, was that a good thing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I I got I kind of got used to it, but like I don't know it. it it definitely it, that's why like I'll listen to all this stuff you know and the training um, that we receive in the military and then I see like on the civilian side too they talk about like sexual harassment and it's just like women kind of get away with doing whatever because it's like yeah you call them on it but it's like I'm not really that mad at you type yeah. thing but it's like <laughs> at the same time like come on it's like you know you would not feel the same way if I just walked up and hopped a feel on your ass or something or in your breast. Yes, yes. Depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> and listen, it always it always depends on who's doing it, you know. But I, I agree with you. You know, uh, you know the ladies definitely can get away with more shit than the uh, the guys can. Because I mean, I know we went to Hito. I think every woman at, in the pool grabbed my dick at one point. He literally looked at me at one point in time and he said, I have never had my dick touched so many times without fucking. And I was like, well, you know, here we are. New experiences. <laughs> Mr. Mo- Mr. Mocha also doesn't walk around butt naked either, but he did that whole week. Yeah. yeah the, the wife, that was her one request, you know, be naked. I was like, yeah, don't be weird. You know, we're at fucking Hito. But yeah. anyways, we're I don't usually pull my dick out unless I'm ready to use it. But, you know, that's just me. You know. So, so they, it's permittable for someone. Wait, hold on! You didn't tell us about the first time. You just told us that you walked upstairs. So. Oh yeah, we we digress. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, so I walked upstairs, and she was a she's a petite blonde uh, woman. Uh, she's probably like five foot, maybe five one or something. And I'm not a tall guy. I'm probably like five eight. So, but I was still kind of like towering over. And they have we kind of went into one of the main rooms where on one of the left side walls that there's kind of like peepholes and then there's also like glory holes as well. And the husband uh, walked around and everything so he could watch us and while he was touching his wife while I was having sex with her. It was a really great time. Um, definitely uh, a fun experience, stuff like that. And then So you weren't nervous your first really, time? No, not really. I don't know. It's, I Not really. I think I was more... Uh, I, I felt kind of like a out of place. The fact I was embarrassed that I didn't know the decorum when I went there. Like everybody, like I said, everybody else already knew what it was. Like they were in their you know underwear and stuff like that. And I looked like you know the newbie, the novice, walking around in a suit. So I think that was the only thing that embarrassed me about it. You know, because like Trimmer in Europe, they, they walk around. They walk around, they walk around and like, you know, on the beach and stuff, you can walk around nude. So I think that's, that's a more of a cultural thing as far as, you know, nude, nudity and stuff like that in the States compared to how it is in Europe. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Hmm. Okay. Now, have you been to swingers clubs here in the States? And if so, like make a comparison. So... The no filter, no, I, I, no, filter, no filter. So I got to finally meet you guys when I went to um, Splash Mocha, but I don't. Do you count that as a swinger club? No, no, that, I would that's, say that's still that's, a swing, so that's still a swinger event, though. I, you can count that. That's still an experience that you would do as a swinger in a large group. It's just not at a club. I'm going to say yes. I'm saying yes. Mr. Mocha saying yes. Listen, I say no. She says yes. Go ahead. ahead. Tell us your story. We're going to let the wife take this one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So I'll I'll answer both. Because like I said, I did say that I dabbled into, there's a place in Vegas. I think it was like the Green Door or something. And it really wasn't, uh, there weren't a lot of people there. I had a partner that I was with at the time. And that was, um, that was just, I think it was because there weren't a lot of people. It wasn't really that exciting. It was just like, oh, okay. It was still at the same time kind of exciting. Like, oh, you know, first time doing this or something like that. But when there's not a lot of people, you just kind of feel like you're getting a house tour or something like that, like an open house tour. It's like an open house tour that they're going to let you have sex in. You know, so <laughs> I would say... It really wasn't. It really wasn't that exciting the first time. But the Splash Mocha event, 
that was that was more uh, than met my expectation. Um, I was I was thoroughly uh, excited about that and the event because it was just like everybody was there for the same thing, um, and I like everything was like laid out in a in a way where it just catered to the event stuff from the the dancing, the mingling. Um, the pool party, I, like you said, you got your dick touched. I actually got sexually harassed. Uh, what was it? Uh, at the pool at that splash mocha woman and her husband like was carrying her on his shoulders in the pool comes up to me while I was talking with, I think a Dom boy and she literally just groped my, my balls and everything. So I was like, okay. And then later on I met her at the point <laughs> Did you fuck her later? But yeah, I, I definitely, I did, yes. No, oh, well, good, good. I mean, listen, yeah, listen. <laughs> if you're going to touch my balls, make sure I get something out of it. That, I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> you know. That's why Mr. Mocha won't walk around naked at the <clears throat> pool at Mocha. He, I, I mean, like, he ha- he's gotten down to, like, you know, his, like, boxers and stuff. Like, the first time I even saw him walk around at, 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 somewhere at, in just his boxers, I was like, holy shit, is he a sick something's wrong <laughs> yeah i mean i am i'm definitely uh i'm a little different because first of all i i'm very selective about who i want to touch my dick first of all you know and second of all you know if you are touching my dick i want to make sure that uh you're planning on taking it for a ride you know but that, that you know it's like I, that's just because just like you said earlier sometimes that's very reasonable yeah yeah i know nothing nothing unrealistic and you know i i'm always entertained in certain environments you know you walk around with your dick out like and like you said the girls are just you know start fondling it's like if i were to just like walk up and stick my finger in your asshole like you would take that personal but <laughs> you can walk up and start stroking my dick i mean i don't really make a, a fuss out of it you know, but it's still kind of like, eh, I wouldn't do this to you type deal. You know, at least, you know, ask, you know, you know, kind of look down at it, look, make eye contact. And I just kind of look back like, yeah, go ahead. And then, you know, <laughs> go ahead and tickle the balls. I'm good with it then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll just dive in. And this is why we're married. Because we're. Uh, look, Mrs. Mocha dives right in. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, ooh, cock. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'll I'll never stop saying it. It's the sea. You got to go swimming for the in the dick. So I'm just saying. So you would say that in Europe, Germany, that the clubs are probably likely better. Yes, and like uh, I don't know, but I, I don't really have it. Like I can't really compare. Um, what is it? Because that was that was a large club in that area that was popular. So I've never gone to what was it places here in the states yet. I'm getting ready to like oh, was it Secrets or the one in Atlanta um, that I always hear about. They trapeze. have one board as well. Just yeah, trapeze. So I've never been to trapeze, so I can't really you know fairly gauge and say like oh Europe is better than the states because I haven't been to those big ones so like I said the Lecoq that place that I went to is the trapeze version in Germany or the the, whatchamacallit the um, uh, what's the one in Florida that's not trapeze that everybody talks about um, there's two there's one there's a uh, trapeze in Fort Lauderdale well there's trapeze but there's the other one uh Fuck no, I can't remember that. Bliss? No, no, that's a group. Velvet? Velvet Room? Is it Velvet Room? No. I can't think of the name for the life of me right now. Yeah, I mean, I would have I would have thought about it had I not been... Put on the spot? Yeah. Okay, so now, how about the, the difference in the attitude? Secrets. Oh, yeah, we just freaking... Well, no, that. no, there's another one there. There's but another. that's what he was referring to. Oh, he says secrets already. I know, but he, maybe he didn't remember that. He oh. might be on that liquor. <laughs> <laughs> he might be on the drinks tonight. Oh, and I do have to say this out loud, um, that at the last um, content event was the first time that I've ever seen Mike Tremory lit as fuck on liquor, and it was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, Mike like, was awesome. Mike is awesome in general, but this motherfucker was like 10 times like 
Mike Trimmer. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, it was Mike, <laughs> Mike Trimmer 2.0. We all started calling him the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was on. The, what were you drinking? Tequila? It was. What was it? I think it was tequila. All the uh, twisted teas were gone. So then I just, yeah, probably went to tequila. Oh, you switched over? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, was a, it was good, though. It was good. But so we talked about, you know, like your first experience. So. How long have you been in lifestyle, like swinger stuff? I'd say like 80 years. You said 80? 80? Eight. Oh, I'm about to say, <laughs> what the hell? Damn. What drugs you look really taking? good for your age, buddy. 80 years. Holy shit. I was about to be jealous as fuck and tell you to give me your secret out at the same time. Uh, okay. And did somebody like tell you about the clubs or did you just... Like, you just kind of knew because people had talked about it. So, I did, like, a little research, and I realized over in Europe, um, and so it's not just Germany, it's in Europe in general, they have, I guess, their version of FetLife. Um, I, can't, I, don't, I can't remember the name of this, this website, but that's basically, like, their version of FetLife where you can meet swingers and stuff like that. Um, Joy, that's what it was, Joy Club. That's the name of the, the website. Joy Club, uh, and then you can post your events uh, or the the clubs post when they're having their different uh, events and stuff like that. And then it basically kind of acts as an icebreaker so people can see who's going to be at the club that weekend or, or whatever events and stuff that are going on in the month. And they normally have it for, I want to say, they normally have it like six months out type thing. So you could be like, okay, I know... In the summer, I'm going to go to this event and stuff like that. And they they get booked out pretty quickly, probably after being posted within like a month or something. Hmm. That's kind of what what they do at Trapeze too. But it's not a website. But they you know they have all their events. But we also have like I, I think it's our version of I wouldn't say Fet Life. It's SDC, but there's you know. Same thing. There's yeah. events, parties, like, you know, all that stuff on there. So. All right. So can you make a comparison between the 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 couples overseas and the couples that you've met here? Is there a difference? Uh, no, I'd say everybody. I think it's it's all the same. Uh, it's just clear like that's what i think that's probably why i like the lifestyle uh in in europe and you know in the states the people that are in the lifestyle it's all about communication so everybody you know is on the same page that i've dealt with as far as and you can that that's one thing i've been able to deal with as far as picking up social cues regardless of the the language and stuff until when i need to like uh ease off or something or just completely disengage um, with a woman if I sense that there's something going on with her and her husband or something like that. Mm. Like it's happened to me um, in the States and it happened, you know, in, in Germany as well and stuff like that. What do you mean when you, like, what do you explain when you sense something's going on? If, if there's, if, uh, if the mill is, whatever you say, Prime, okay, I'll give you a prime example. <clears throat> and these are actually, these are couples that I've always shied away from because, like I said, I have the whole ultimate respect for, for men, you know, being nice enough and everything. And just that's a huge thing. You're, you're sharing your loved one with another person and everything. You're opening up your relationship. So this was something, and this is good. This goes back to why it's hard for me to go to that whole hundred percent, like over 9,000 bull version and everything. There would be uh, times in the club where I could see uh, there'd be a couple like this, this one uh, black guy was probably, probably six, four or something. And your build um, Xavier. So he's like six, four, your build. And this woman probably was like, five 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 real skinny and the husband was more so kind of like pushing her like this is literally if you can imagine this so imagine like somebody like lebron james height and they had like a five foot um woman and then her husband like pushing uh like literally pushing her back or whatever to have 
her hold his hand as they go into the room and stuff like that. And that always kind of creeped me out where it's like, that wasn't the type of energy that I wanted to be a part of type thing where it kind of felt like it was forced, you know, like she oh, didn't, she like, didn't he was seem to... like she was like, yeah. Like, oh, like she didn't seem like, like she wanted oh, to be man. there. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, this guy is going to tear her apart. Oh yeah. No, that's no, I, I don't like that. Like I'm, I have no desire to have sex with a woman who doesn't want to have sex with me. And I, I, I will say that is one of the things that annoy. That's one of my pet peeves with some couples where the husband is like super amped up about his wife getting fucked. And she's like, eh, I'm not sure if I'm ready. And he's like, oh, you'll be fine. Like, no, no, not with me. You won't. I'm not doing that. We're not going to be the test dummy. Yeah, I'm not. We've, we've already did that early on in lifestyle. Um, not on purpose. We did. No, no, definitely not on purpose. Well, like, hey, you clarify that shit. <laughs> I I don't want you to think that I was like, oh, your wife doesn't want to fuck? Yeah, bring her over here. (laughs) Let me Captain Caveman her. No, no, no. We we had an an encounter with a couple where the 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 girl the girl wanted the the guy wanted to play, and we didn't realize that the girl was not interested in playing until we were already playing, and then. You know, I feel something wet on my face. I'm like, did she just lick my face? No, she's crying. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is weird. Oh, man. And she told him to keep going. She was just like, no, 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 keep no going. I want him to have a good time. I'm like, well, what time. about me? We get in the fucking car. <laughs> what about me? Okay, was, I can't enjoy this. Definitely one of our funny, it wasn't funny at the time, but like we got in the car and he, it was one of those moments where Mr. Mocha looked at me and he was like, what? the fuck and I was like what what happened you know I'm oblivious because I got some dick so I'm like whoa everything's great he literally was like uh she was crying and I was like what she was crying about what yeah she was crying because she didn't want to see him get fucked or she wasn't ready you know we've seen her since then and she's fine now yeah it was very very awkward yeah very uncomfortable and I think I was like Probably one of those moments where I was too drunk and no, no, you weren't, you weren't drunk at all. It was no, she, I didn't even, I was on top of her because she was wrapped around me like a fucking spider monkey and she was trying to keep me from seeing. And it was weird because like she was clinging to my body and I'm like trying to pull like, like, like lift my body up. But she's like literally pulling me down into her. And I felt something wet on my face, and I, I like had to literally pry my upper body up, which was that in itself was making it a little fucking weird. I'm like, all right, I can't even move here. And she's on one bed, they're on the other going. bed, and I'm like, are you okay? She's like, shh, please, shh, don't say anything, don't say anything. Like, what do you mean, don't say anything? She's like, I, I'm okay. I just want him to have a good time here. He wants to do this. I'm like, this is really weird. She's like, just, just please lay here, just lay here. <laughs> So that was very weird. And I'm over there going ham on the guy's dick. Like, because they didn't know. I mean, she. Yeah, it was that was. So, yeah, I I have no desire to ever be in that type of situation because that's that's not my thing. That's a different type of fantasy. And I'm (laughs) I'm not interested in that kind of fantasy. We've also had a few other experiences that were very similar. The person wasn't crying, but you could tell that one or the other wasn't completely into it. But you don't know it till you're in the room and. There were, I mean, like, for a long time, I know we've mentioned this before, we had, like, a long-standing rule that Mr. Mocha was not allowed to get hard or show his penis in any way, shape, or form until I was fucking. Because he fucked it up several times for me. <laughs> hey, listen. If the guy's paying attention to his own dick, he don't got to worry about mine. Because I don't care what somebody else's dick look like. I'm... <laughs> it's my time to shine. <laughs> I'm going to do what I do here. I'm so fucking dead. It is what it is. Yeah. Anyways. Right. So which, what's been your favorite experience since you've... What was your favorite experience in Germany and then what's your favorite experience since you've been back in the States? Favorite experience in Germany. It was probably... So I I moved away from going to the the clubs and then it was more so going to the house parties of one of the other retired military guys that lives out there in Germany that would invite German couples there. And those were probably the best times because there would be, you know, more swinger type closed knit where it was uh, party events, um, 
you know, dress up or something, whether it was a Halloween party or like St. Patrick's Day or something like that. But there was a theme to it. And it was it was just because it was more of a controlled environment. You didn't really have to deal with random randoms. Right. And so it was that that was probably my favorite time having uh, events like that at his house and stuff like that. Um, and then states. Well, it's been a lot of good times since I've been this age, like too many to remember, but I'd say just like, it's probably going back to the house parties. So I, I think I've been to two of your house parties, uh, content events. I don't know. Did I like the first one or the second one better? I think I liked the second one better than uh, the first one. That was an awesome time. Yeah. So you got to see my 10.0 and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody liked Mike 10.0. Well, I mean, we liked Mike in general, but you definitely were a lot more comfortable, it seemed like, the second one. The first one you were yeah, comfortable, definitely. but you were uh, a little lot more, more reserved. Comfortable. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right, right. A little right. more reserved the first time. I think the second time, you know, you know, you had a, a, a lot of, you got a lot of really good reviews from the ladies, so that's always a good thing when, uh, <laughs> when the ladies are, are making positive comments about you. You know, when they went behind your back, that's that's the good stuff. Yeah, that's the good stuff. So now that, you know, you, you, you started off in the lifestyle. Now you are diving into the, the content creation aspect of of sex. I mean, is there a big difference? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Skipping ahead. Mr. Mocha. Mo- I'm sorry, Mr. Mocha. He's you go ahead. sober, too. So how <laughs> what drink, made then. you decide to get into content? I know, uh, but say, was, well, go ahead. Sorry. I'm uh, so I uh, I just retired in July, and I was uh, I was like, well, I I already do this kind of in my personal life. It'd be cool to you know if I can make money off of it, cool. If not, whatever. So it's a kind of like a hobby slash something I'm interested in as well. I guess best way to describe it. Because you like fucking. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, I, I'm I'm with you. It, it keep it simple, you know. I like to use my dick, and um, I can make money while doing it. So, like, it's it's, it's not really complicated, you know. I'm we were we were putting content on all of the swingers' websites for years, so it was like literally the only difference was is you know we go from putting videos of us having sex on you know, SDC to put them on OnlyFans. That was for us. That's really the only difference. Like even, you know, our house parties are very similar to house parties that we throw that are non-content house parties. You know, we, we truly document the stuff that we do in the way that we play. Like, I don't think there's, we, we've been, we don't really have to deviate from what we do already. Yeah. Yeah. So news just, wanted to make some extra money and travel at the same time so you became a content creator and you just were like I'm no part of the story you met some people and you were like I'll get on OnlyFans and get verified yeah basically yeah. <laughs> I'll get oh we can fuck I'll get verified I mean I, I would do that <laughs> yeah yeah and so how do you like like the content world compared to lifestyle? Because for like me personally or us personally, I like he said, there's it's the same. I mean, we were already kind of fucking on camera anyways, but now it's just like a full time thing. Yeah, I like it. Uh, there's definitely some differences and stuff, but I do like that. It's more, I, I don't know. It's It's like organized chaos, I guess is the best way to describe it and stuff. So it's fun. Um, I have a good time with it and everything. Agreed. Completely agree on that. It's definitely organized chaos. Like, okay, who's fucking who? All right. Who has the camera on? (laughs) (laughs) Look, I just, uh, I just wait for my opportunity. Like, Oh, I like that. (laughs) Ma'am, do you like my erection? Selection. <laughs> that is fuck. I'm so dead. We love that movie. So, so anybody that, that has not seen Wonderlust with Paul Rudd definitely should fucking watch it. Yeah, that's that's like one he, of the, like we they, use those lines all the time. Yeah, basically, long story short, he is married and they're considering being swingers, and he does like 
a scene in the mirror, uh, like talking himself up and like, cause he doesn't know how to dirty talk. So he's talking himself up in the mirror, like, but he's trying to he's figure out what he's going to say to the girl. He's like, you, I can do this. I can do this. And he start having this conversation in the mirror is fucking You want hilarious. this dick? That's what he says. Yeah. In the mirror. Yeah. So he's trying to. You want him. my erection selection? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that was uh, yeah. That we was a good we movie. we do we, Mrs. Mocha and I do the most ridiculous shit. You know, we just we are we are fucking weirdos all the time. We make each other laugh. Well, let me phrase that. She makes me laugh all day, and every once in a while, I can slip one in there and make her laugh. But you know, it's like she her job is to make me laugh when I don't want to laugh. That's what she does. <laughs> I'm at home trying to be serious, get work done, and then she steps right in there and starts fucking with me and then leaves. Don't leave till I laugh. I got a terrible life. It is what it is. I suffer here. So, anywho, back to Mike, <laughs> who the interview's about. Sorry. Um, so, tell us, like, your most, like, horrifying story. I don't want to say horrifying. That's like an intense word. Like your your most traumatizing story. That's uh, traumatizing, yeah, horrifying. Trauma, I mean, same difference. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us your most like. Traumatizing. What's your worst experience? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like if you can share it, you can do it. I know you can, Mike. Yeah, I, I think it wasn't like okay. It didn't happen personally to me. But, well, then it don't count. Uh, it don't count if it didn't happen to you. But, I mean, so, you were okay. in the vicinity, so you can talk about it. Oh, wait, were you there while it was happening? Yeah. Okay. It was more an embarrassment um, for, like, other soldiers. Like, like, I knew these guys had to have been other soldiers. And I think I told this story before, but I'll retell it. I just, once again, I was just like, oh, my goodness, because... Uh, whenever you're overseas, obviously you're you're an ambassador for your country and stuff like that. So they can clearly tell that these guys are um, American soldiers and stuff. And this is at the same place with Hawk. There's, there's the, two other uh, soldiers, black guys, that are uh, one is one is carrying around a crown. I think it was crown apple in the bag. Like he could have just left it at the bar, but he's carrying it around with him in the club. Um, and he's, he's also got his like Jordans, his J's, but he's like holding, he's not wearing them. He's just like walking around holding them. Yeah, and his, his friend is, um, having sex with one of the wives while the husband is watching, but this is in the hallway. This is in the hallway going, to um, like one of the playrooms and it's kind of like a high traffic area where other uh, people are trying to get to either playrooms or go to the showers and stuff like that and he's he's like having sex with her loudly and stuff like that and then being like degrading in the sense of like you know trying to have other guys have sex with her as well as something without her consenting to it and I was just like oh this is awful you know and I don't know what they're dynamic was between the couple and stuff like maybe you know both the husband and the wife wanted that but i i was led to believe most likely because it seemed like that was their first time there that they just met them randomly and stuff like that and it's like i don't think that that's something that you could establish that quickly to do or something like that you know but i could be off but I, that was just that was horrifying to me thinking that it's like oh these guys probably look ignorant in front of like all these other German couples and stuff like that where they're not going to want to you know come back to this thing or mm. we have a stigma about us and that was probably like uh, just a horrifying experience for me yeah. uh, in that sense watching that because like I no yeah and and like, you just want to yell out, I'm not like that guy yeah 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 because that was the other thing too so it, it put me in the thing of like I'm, I'm playing him like okay We'll, we'll play the uh, maybe the the couple did like that. I could not pull that off. You know what I mean? Like I could not pull that off because I'm always worried about a fourth or a fifth party being like, yeah, you know, like who are you or, or stuff like it Just yeah, no. I, that's why. Like, yeah, that was difficult for me to watch, and like I couldn't imagine doing that to a couple. Mm, yeah, 
It's happened to me before. We were at Trapeze on like a Friday night, and Friday night single guy night, which is not like a bad thing. Like we would go because of that. What's happening before? The same scenario where, where some... like I was in there fucking, and you walked to the bathroom, and the guy was trying to let like oh, two or yeah, three yeah, other yeah. guys. You like Mr. Mocha specifically said. I'm coming to the, going to the bathroom. Coming right back. Are you good? I said, yeah. Just don't. And I told the guy, don't let anybody else come in the room. And people just started walking in, and the guy was just like letting them in. Mister Mocha walked back in, and we were done. Yeah, needless uh, to say, very quickly. I don't have a problem clearing the room because I literally was like staring at him when he walked back in the room. Like I'm irritated now, so I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've definitely had some yeah, experience where you go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, and that just going back is like, it's already hard for guys all the time. So it's just like, uh, you know, it's like, I always try to set myself apart, you know, to be a gentleman and everything. It's like, I don't need them to think I'm just like some uncouth person or whatever. who's just trying to get laid or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I agree. <laughs> I remember, remember one time we're trapping, I, I take Mrs. Mocha into a room and I uh, have another guy come in and like, guys are knocking on the door, so I open the door, and the guy's like, hey, man, you going to share the pussy? I'm like, first of all, this is my pussy, and I can share it if I want to. All right, she's my wife, not yours. <laughs> Kick rocks. <laughs> Close the door, you know. I, I have to whisper stuff like that around my wife. She gets offended when I'm too direct. I just don't want, no, I don't want you to be aggressive. Passionate is what we're calling it from now. I don't oh, want you yeah. to be so passionate when you say things. Oh. You could just be like a little nicer. Like, hey man, she's not accepting any more dicks right now. That's, I mean, it's so easy. But hmm. anyways. So, okay, that was your most horrifying. So, your personal ex- experience, what was your funniest? Did you have like, have you had any like really funny things happen? Funny, funny times. It's all, it all blurs. Um, that means you fucking too much, Mike. <laughs> that means you fucking way too much. I'm trying to think of a like a funny like or entertaining something that entertains you to talk about an experience that's entertaining to you. That's why I need to start like documenting my adventures and stuff um something that was entertaining my wife documents mine because i'm getting old and i forget stuff one of us has to remember put me on the spot here that's okay yeah i I can't think of stuff like they all it's all been like i said that was the that horrifying experience that i thought about was uh was like a really bad experience, but all the other ones. No, you know what? Um, so funny one. <laughs> okay, all right. Here, here, you want a funny one? <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> so this is not at this is at a different club. Um, they have foam. They have foam parties here at this one, and this is <laughs> this is once again dick grabbing. Uh, it involves you know dick grabbing and then having sex with somebody you kind of really don't want to, and then you, you fake an <laughs> orgasm to just get out of it. Nice. <laughs> I've been there, my friend. I've been there. Oh, God. Very nice. And it involved my, and it involved my brother. So my brother, uh, he, he would go there with me to some of these places and stuff. And uh, Mr. Mo is excited. The, the two women. <laughs> The, the so what was it the so you can have so you can have a picture um, for the listeners or whatever uh, for this club's layout you've got the you've got the DJ booth um, to the right to the front of the dance floor is the bar um, and then behind so it's a full square just an exact square and then behind directly in front of the the bar past the dance floor is the outside uh, where there's kind of like a, a sitting arrangement but when you go to the dance floor um it's it's like blocked off where you have to like step over like track hurdles type thing because they put these kind of like uh what is it like the shielding walls or whatever, uh, so that the foam can like fully get in there. Mm, so, 
they tell they like they make the the announcement in German. There's an actual like red siren above in the ceiling or whatever that goes off to let you know the foam is about to to happen and stuff. And that's also the cue. Like after the foam goes, you know, you can go to the playrooms after you rinse off and stuff like that. So they'll be playing music and stuff. The alarm goes off. So you have you have like kind of split seconds if you for whatever reason aren't already in your underwear at this club or whatever that's your cue you need to be and people are like dancing around touching each other in the suds and i think i was i was drunk at this time so i didn't really know what was going on completely but i see that there's a woman that's like grabbing me and everything and then she wants to like now lead me off the dance floor to go to one of the playrooms and the other woman uh she know that's what it was she wanted uh both of us. So we go and <laughs> my brother, he probably, he, he thinks it quicker than I did or whatever. When we got, I guess a better look at her and stuff like that. And we're like, eh, we can't really do it. <laughs> he was so mad. At, he was so mad at me. <laughs> you had your beer goggles on. <laughs> he was so mad at me. <laughs> So that I think that's a funny story because that involved <laughs> <was> faking. <laughs> oh, but you still did it. Yeah, but you had to. You had to fake a nut to get there, out. I have. I I think I have an issue with like that. That was then or in my early time. I had an issue early time with like re- rejecting other people's offers type thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. I was just like, eh. like I was just like, okay, I'm happy. It's like, oh, you you find me attractive, you like me, or whatever. Let's let's do this and stuff like that. Was my early. Now I'm I'm much more selective and stuff like that. But um, that is awesome. And I've learned obviously too. It's it's not even just about you know a body type because I've I've seen beautiful. I've had sex with beautiful women that just like starfish in the bed. And they're just like I, I could do much better with someone that you know. May, might not be as in shape as you and I've had better times you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah I, I've definitely faked like that was always my go to to fake a nut to get out of it so I have I have a big issue with odor like I have a major I, I am very sensitive to odor so Let's clarify any type of odor not mm-hmm. just like pussy odor like body odor yeah yeah like, like your hair smells bad i am ocd about my body before i have sex but i've found that there are so many women who like if you've been on a dance floor for two hours and i know it's me it's and I, a lot of guys will laugh at me for this but if we're at a club or an event and you've been dancing for two hours chances are you're sweaty if if I can smell your body, it's going to be hard for me to do it now if I'm super, super turned on. But here's the problem. If I start having sex with a woman and I smell her, I'm done. And then the problem is, is like you're trying not to figure out, figure a way not to hurt her feelings. So, you know, I had to learn how to like, you know, fake, you know, I would fake an orgasm like like all day. And it's it's crazy because I'll be somewhere like even at our at our parties. I always show up late to the to the gangbang because I literally go take a shower when everybody gets downstairs. So while everybody's downstairs, I'm upstairs showering my body off because I can't even get I can't be turned on if I've gone too long without a shower. And it's crazy because like even as at Mocha, a lot of times like somebody want to play with me, but like I've been running around too much and I'm like, oh, okay, listen. Meet me in 20 minutes because I need enough time to go and wash my balls and then meet you. So that for me is I have faked so many orgasms because I'll start and I'll be like, okay. I have to say I uh, smell something. Mr. Mocha at events usually is like almost scaly when we get home because I shower so much. showers so much. I, I, I shower so much. Like I can't I can't help it. And the worst thing is like we've over the years there's like people who like I've really enjoyed playing with and then I'll play with them and they're like off and I'm like, okay, I just can't do it. It takes me like forever to do it again. And you know, like our, our close friends who know me well, they'll be like, Hey, listen, all right. I'm not, I'm not bad, but don't go down there. Okay. Thank you. 
for telling me not to go down there because otherwise you're going to be playing with a limp fiddle here. <laughs> it's not going to work. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I've definitely faked a few. And Mrs. Mocha finds it, you know, hilarious when I tell her later. We, we yeah. have signs, like we have signs, like if, like if, if I go in, like if there's a, when we would go to trap, like if I were to come back into a room where there's a group session happening and everything didn't smell right, Mrs. Mocha would give me a certain, we have our little secret sign and I just won't go into that room because now my dick's not working for nobody else because now I don't trust anybody. I'm like, hmm, who was that? All right, honey, we're just going to have sex. <laughs> yeah, we've done that before. I'm like, hey, somebody in there not smelling right. But here's the thing. I don't slap sweaty balls in nobody's face. Like, literally, for the women who want sweaty balls, they have to request that. Like, hey. And he still won't do it. Yeah, it's uh, I can't. I what can't. I to say? You can I, say that. Don't say that. Don't give them false hope. Yeah, I can't. Someone actually like that. So. Oh, I want you. I want you. I want you when you're sweaty. Like I. I mean, I'll give you a limp dick when I'm sweaty, but I'm so concerned about myself. They want that pheromone. I can't. I'm. I'm too OCD for it in that way. And we. I went with a, a buddy of mine invited me to to play with. There's a couple. The wife wanted to get double teamed. Now, you know how I am with my friends. Like, I'm super honest with my boys. So we go there, <clears throat> and we're trying to tag team her, and I can smell him. And so now, I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm like, all right, this is, this is a stinky situation. So we, we leave, and he's like, bro, were you okay? I'm like, hey, man, did you shower before you showed up? He was like, did you smell me? Yeah, I smelled you, motherfucker. I smell. I was like, how don't you smell you? So, yeah, that's that's my, my one problem. So that's been the cause of me faking a lot of nuts. I remember one time Mr. Mocha, like, invited a guy over for me. And the guy was, like, super attractive and he was super nice. But same thing. Like, we get in the bedroom and we start fucking. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was like three-day-old gym is what it smelled like. Right. So... Here's the thing, my, I don't have the penis, so I don't have to get it hard. I just faked it till I made it. And But he walked in a few times and was watching, and I kept making a face at him. This guy says to me afterwards, because I was like, Daddy, did you not smell that? And he was like, yeah, I just thought you guys were just fucking and made it smell. I was like, okay, first no, of all, no, I've I never didn't say I thought musty. she, I didn't think it was her. I just, like, here's the thing, I, I and this is, I wasn't a part of this deal. So, like, I wasn't even thinking about that, okay, like. This was a solo deal with her. She was fucking this dude. And I I was just kind of, you know, upstairs, come back downstairs, you know, perv a little bit, peek in. And then at one point I'm like, damn, this dude's a little musty. But I just figured because let's get let's get this straight. Mrs. Mocha was down here fucking this guy like it was the last time she's going to ever have sex. So the motherfucker was getting workout. It was the last time I was like, going to have sex with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> we had a guy at SDC. He got, you know, he kept messaging us back and messing us back. And I finally had to say, dude, I tell every guy before they play with her, she has a thing about hygiene. She likes to suck dick. But if you put your dick in her face and you you stink, she's not going to invite you back over because Mrs. Mocha is very nice. So she has a hard time. She has a hard time like being mean, you know, so. You know, he kept messaging like, hey, I thought we had a good time. And finally, I just reached out to him and said, listen, dude, I told you before you came over that she had, you know, you have to smell good and you have to be clean. But you weren't. You smelled you, you were you smelled bad. You know, I said, you know, I'm not trying to be rude. And maybe this is something that can help you for the next couple that you you meet. But like, what makes you think that you can be hanging out for four or five hours Oh yeah, I took a shower earlier. No, Fuck you mean? Like it smelled like he went to the gym at like five a.m. and just like wore that all day. Because as soon as his like clothes came off, I was just like, "Oh my god!" And literally, like I love sucking dick. Okay, let me just say that out loud. Like I mm -hmm. love sucking some dick. She loves sucking some dick. Like, and I sucked his I dick for like love. long enough for it to get hard, and I was like, "Okay, let's fuck." He probably thought I was lame, but I guess he didn't. But I, I yeah. think I think I need to do like a tutorial for guys on fucking scrubbing your balls. You remember Nina Hartley? 
Oh, the one that used to do all those sex tutorials? Yeah, like, yeah. so there's this, like, old porn star, Nina Hartley, you guys can look her up. Yeah, I remember used, her. She used to do all of these, like, how, like, how-to videos, or, like, she would do, uh, what is it called? She did, like, a fellatio. I watched them. I had Is that why you suck dick so good? No, you helped me with that. Well, listen, you can practice on my dick. I mean, you can practice some more tonight if you like. We actually have a gynecologist, what is it called? Gyna table now so like you could like do the squirting video because she has like a whole video with this lady in a chair showing you how to squirt <laughs> anyways love that lady but you should do like one of those videos as well yeah. saving saying like xavier's hygiene whore video yeah like you, learn you, how to be a hygiene whore like me you know it's funny like <laughs> if like there's times like when you're at a party like we have house parties and you know, you'll see some dude go like somebody go in the bathroom and shower like because sometimes the doors open. Somebody go in there and I'm like, did you use soap? Like, did you use soap? <laughs> did you at least we got 10,000 towels and 10,000 cloths and, and I even have you stinky bastard in all of the showers. I have shampoo and conditioner, like mouthwash in the bathrooms like this. We're making sure. For everyone. Now, here's the thing. If it's during the gangbang, if it's during the gangbang, I mean, that's different. But, like, if you go and fuck, like, it cracks me up. Like, I'll see a guy go upstairs, fuck fuck somebody, and then come downstairs to a different room and try to put his dick in somebody's mouth. I'm like, you not going to rinse that off first? (laughs) You nasty fuck. (laughs) Some women like that. Like, if Mr. Buck is fucked, like, I'll do that. But, like, not at a party, usually. I mean, like, it's like, hey, can you, let's put a risk ban on who don't mind dirty dick. Like, if you require <laughs> balls that don't stink, you get the you get the green wrist. What band. was the wristband? Yeah, it was like, what would the color be? Yeah, no, green, you know, well, you know something, no, the red wristband is for the ones who want to shower, because that means stop after you fuck somebody and go rinse off your balls. The green means just fucking go. Like, you can come in here with swamp ass, <laughs> it don't matter, just slap those sweaty balls right on their face, and that way at least at least you you know there's a you know there's no confusion like you like whoa whoa i got the red wristband on did you rinse your, your nuts off like, okay good to go good to go good i cracked me up so anywho so mike um thank you for being on um tell thank everybody where they can find you like what what sites are you on and what what are your names on the sites so on my Twitter, it's just at Trimmer Mike, all one word, no spaces, and OnlyFans at Mike Trimmer. Is it just like how it's spelled on your Twitter? Or do you yeah. have like some special characters and or anything? No characters, just no, just M I K E T R E M O R. All right, and so you can find Mike Trimmer on OnlyFans and Twitter, um, Mr. Mocha. Where can we find you? Oh, well, on Twitter, my porn, my sex page is at Blacking Xavier. And then everything else, you know, OnlyFans, ManyVids, that is um, Xavier Blacking. What about Sex Panther? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sex Panther is is new. It's actually... Uh, Actually, pretty. The Sex Panther is pretty fun. Like you, people get on there and they, they, they fucking sex back and forth with you. Ask you, you know, you get a lot of good questions. A lot of people, because I mean, I, I think I, more than anything, you have like a million more guys like cucks who call, who wants, who want to ask questions and want to, you know, either ask, you know, how'd you get into this. Ask about your experiences. How do I get my wife into this? Blah blah blah. So that's actually a pretty cool. Like I've I've kind of been enjoying that. You know that's that's always interesting just to see. You know you see how people think and the the crazy questions you get. So everything that I'm on is Xavier Blacking. So and you wife, what's your dirty site? Um, I'm on. OnlyFans, ManyVids, and FetLife, FetLife and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Twitter is PoisonGinger691. My ManyVids and OnlyFans is PoisonGinger. And then my FetLife is GingerLust69. Um, also, for those of you Gingerlust. that... 
ginger lust. What Lusty did I say? Ginger. Oh no, oh, I was just I being. I said it wrong. I was I'm just like, being pervy, honey. Um, <laughs> also, uh, Mr. Mocha and I will be at Splash Mocha. Um, from March 23rd to the 26th. If you are in Atlanta at that time, there are still some day passes available for couples. Um, if you get those couples, we do have a promo code. It is OFACES1. So, um, and that's it for us. Thank you again, Mike, for coming on finally. I'm glad we finally got Thank to you. do this and hopefully we get to see you soon. Are you going to Splash? No. I will be. You said no Splash? August. August. Okay. Okay. Well, Mike, it was great talking to you. And until next time. Goodbye from the Mochas. Have a nice night.